You are listening to The Real Men Feel Show with Andy Grant. Real Men Feel encourages men to allow and express all of their emotions. Despite what you may have been taught, all emotions do serve you. Real Men Feel is committed to engaging in discussions that most men aren't having. All links mentioned in each episode are in the show notes found on the blog at realmenfeel.org. Now, let's get into this week's show. Hello and welcome to another edition of Real Men Feel. This is your host, Andy Grant. And today, uh, I was going to say, I'm really excited. I'm always excited doing this show lately. Uh, I really feel like we're on a, a great run this year, kind of since I came back from an unplanned break. But I've uh, had a lot of uh, extraordinary men on sharing their extraordinary selves. And today, I am confident that it's going to be the same. And today is unique in that it's our second ever regular guy chat. And my guest today is a, a husband, father of four, and a proud Canadian. So I'm happy to welcome Matt Basco. Hey, what up, what up, Andy? How's it going? Very good. So this is kind of a, your appearance is almost a, a warning to people because <laughs> it was just last week that you reached out to me and you joined our private Facebook group and you posted some things and I said, hey, would you like to be on the show? And you were like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, why, why not? You know, it's, it's scary, and, um, but it's awesome and like, exciting at the same time. So, like, it's, it's really an opportunity, of, like, an awesome honor for me to be on the show and, like, share some space and time with you. Cool. So, that, I'm glad you said it because one of the first things that at the top of my mind is, so, what is scary about being on the show? Uh, like, just, you know, like, being out there in the world for everybody to see and hear and especially what the show is about like real men having feelings and being able to put them out there and be vulnerable to other men women whoever is around them like that in itself is a scary feeling for myself and I'm sure like tons of other people out there it's, you know it's kind of like public speaking um but on a broader range where like you don't even know who's out there it's, it's just kind of like the dark unknown yeah and and in and in most public speaking you probably have like a prepared fit you know what you're going to say right but but yeah you don't you don't know what you're you don't know you know i don't know what i'm going to ask you <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, it's yeah it's yeah it's yeah you know we're, i'm just here it's like you know i, I could be being interrogated about my feelings <laughs> and and i have to be honest and truthful about it and I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to like sharing with, with you and whoever else is out there and maybe can inspire other people that, you know, are kind of like, you know, in between and not super comfortable. I'm not super comfortable myself, but I guess I'm comfortable enough to do this and let people know that it's, it's okay. Like you can feel, you can cry. Like I might cry doing this. Something you might ask me might bring that emotion on and, and that might happen. And that's, and that's fine. So is this, your willingness to be vulnerable, your willingness to and desire to inspire and kind of lead by example, is is this um, a way that you've always carried yourself? Uh, yeah, like maybe, like in like a, maybe like in a roundabout way, I've done things like that to maybe you know like not like initially like inspire or whatever the case may be, but like I might have gone out of my way to do something that made me feel uncomfortable. Um, just because it needed to be done. And for this chapter in my life, like this is something that needs to be done for myself to be in this case, like vulnerable and 
be willing to share my feelings and not like just you know keep them bottled up inside where you know you like, stew and dwell on them and it's really not a productive thing it's like a rocking chair it gives you something to do but it's not going to get you anywhere right so so what's going on in your life what what's kind of raising get, getting the rise of emotions out of you that that is uh is kind of needing this this space oh uh, well it's yeah it, 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 that's a tough story for me but like it all started I've been married for like 10 years and throughout our marriage we've there's been like a disconnect um especially myself emotionally in times of need and things like that where what I thought I was doing was what I was supposed to be doing instead of being the emotional support and at any time like something um super emotional would happen with my wife children whatever my reactions weren't the reactions that were required or what I actually really felt inside. They usually would come out in like ways of like, you know, anger or frustration, but like I might've been like scared about something or, um, you know, just like confused. Like I, I couldn't help. And like, it just like came out in a way that like I didn't intend, but over the course of my life, that's how I've safeguarded myself with just, keeping things inside, internalizing them. And then when they came out, they came out, you know, in a non-productive form of anger or frustration. And that really ate away at my wife over the years. And it ultimately ended up with her wanting to separate. And that was like a kick in the nuts. And it really, really, really like threw my world sideways. And like, like what's wrong, what's wrong with me? Like, mm. like, like, is there, is there something mentally, physically, like, do I have, like, some kind of, like, disorder? Like, what's what's wrong with me? And, you know, like, even over the years, like, people's like, oh, Matt has no heart, his heart's black, and this, that, whatever. And, like, after you're told things all these times, like, you kind of, like, live up to that. You're like, okay, well, everybody says my heart's black, and I'm, that's how I'm going to be. Hmm. That's not That's not how I really am. I'm not... I'm not the Grinch, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like a shriveled up little raisin as a heart. That's not how I am, but that's how I came across. And that, that hurt, that hurt people and people that I loved and cared about. And like, that's not okay. And I'm not okay with how I was like that. So even you were consciously aware that kind of you were living with this mask, like you were like, Oh, you label me as someone with a, with a, with a dark heart, then fine. I'll be that. Like, were you aware that you were doing that? Not, not like, you know, like conscious of it. Like I didn't go like out of my way, like to do that. But like, I guess like in like a roundabout way, like that's like you, you and like that becomes like your persona. Like it is kind of like, that's what people expect. And anything different is, weird or odd or oh that's not that's not you like why are you why are you pretending and that in itself right now is like one of like the biggest um hurdles for um my wife to overcome is that she doesn't believe sometimes of this me being genuine and being a loving feeling man because that's not how i was before like externally at least like in my in my heart and my soul like yeah i did <laughs> but like so, on, the, on the outside it was different 
So was it really your, your wife saying, I want a separation that made you kind of have this shift and be more aware of how you've been feeling and, and expressing yourself? Yeah, like, after that, like, like I said, like, like I just kind of like, what is wrong with me? So like, I looked up books and read books about um, like the un- unemotionally available man. And I read through this book, like front to back in a couple of days. And there were like so many stories in this book that were like, okay, like this describes like almost like me to a T. And they were, it was not just one story about one person. It was multiple stories about multiple men and their lives and where they ended up and how they ended up there through this kind of like, you know, emotional blockade that they put up for themselves that was no fault of their own. Like, it's not my fault that I was like this, but it is my problem. So that's something I need to address before it becomes my children's problem. Yeah. And, and, and just, I don't know, problem sounds a little heavier than it. So it's your, it's, it's our responsibility. Like right. once once you realize something, oh, it's your responsibility to to change this to or get used to it. Decide this is how you want to be, but because uh, you know you're you're asking what's wrong with me and using problem that still sounds like something's wrong with you. And and I would offer right. nothing's wrong with you, right? No, You've nothing. Been, nothing definitely is wrong. Yeah, with me. Really, great. Really. <laughs> the grand scheme of things, like nothing is wrong with me. These were the tools that I were I was given, and like nothing kind of like evolved from that. It was like these are your tools and like you know how to make a hay shack and that's it instead of evolving and to be able to make something bigger, better, more fulfilling. So were you consciously taught that a a man is allowed to be angry and frustrated? The end. More, more or less like through like, um, there's the upbringing and, um, like I was raised like in like a very traditional, like gender role type, kind of family setting like at home or with grandparents and that's kind of what it was it was like dad did outside stuff dad got angry grandpa did outside stuff (laughs) grandpa got angry grandma or mom did inside stuff took care of kids and you know cried this that whatever and that's just the way it was Mm. and you know like i'm 37 so tv the same thing it was always there's the same, the same thing over and over and over again. And like, that's like how, like, you know, us, we were, we were raised either on purpose or not on purpose. It was just what we were like bombarded with like forever. And yeah, like I never felt that it was okay to like, you know, cry or be like, quote unquote, like a sissy or whatever. And if you did cry, like, you know, suck it up you're a big boy, so on and so forth. But like, you know, like sometimes we just need to cry. <laughs> we just need to let it out. And we hurt the same as everybody else hurts. Yeah, indeed, indeed. You know, I, I visited Canada, you know, maybe five times. And one thing that's always struck me is that the, the average Canadian I come across is equivalent to the nicest American I'll meet like in a month. <laughs> just just I've, uh, over and over again. So it's really interesting that I'm hearing masculinity it it doesn't like stop at the border like it's really you're describing things that you know american men and canadian men that find like we're, we're almost uh bought into the same bag of lies yeah like i don't think it like stops like at, at, at anywhere it's like it's global it's worldwide like no matter like where you go you got i think you're gonna find like 
men face with like the same kind of problems because that's just the way that like society has like grown men over you know like centuries right like man provider woman babies and like and that was and that was all kind of it and like as I, I can see now like with the younger generation like a you know like the younger millennials the newer millennials that's changed mm-hmm. and they've you know come up with some like kind of like resistance against that they've been like they've been they've been called names like they've been like you know um they've been soft or like i guess the the, the new things like snowflake mm. because everything offends them and you know some things should offend you <laughs> and you should get upset about you should get upset about things and not just be angry about it or whatever like you should be upset you should do something about it and you should let people know that this upsets me and thankfully like you know this this is like a a rising thing for people and people are starting to notice and i think that's a really awesome thing cool and uh and I, th- I think it was in, in your first kind of introductory post into the, in the private Real Men Feel group on Facebook, you said that your wife had actually turned you onto the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So was that kind of, I want a separation, listen to this show, <laughs> like at the same you know moment? Or, no, you know? no. Like, it was like, uh, like the separation was um, May. And, you know, like the summer was not as anybody intended the summer to go it was rough and there was bad times and really bad times and um some good endearing moments of uh, reconnection and then it kind of everybody's everybody's like feelings and emotions are like so lost and confused right now and then she's like talking about like podcasts i'm like i don't know like who has time to listen to podcasts where do people listen to podcasts so i gave her my phone she like found she looked up however you look at podcasts on the phone and put, and put yours on there and another one. And then I just started listening and listening. Like on my way to work, um, on my way back from work when I was at work early, <laughs> pop a headphone in and, and just listen and hear all these like stories and people with their, they're so fascinating that it's like everywhere. And now people are starting to begin this journey, like rising up from the dead almost and becoming like whole human beings. And I want to be part of that. And it feels good to have these feelings. And like sometimes it's hard as hell to like have feelings, like especially when like it's super strong, like it's it's like, you know, sad feeling or anxiety, it sucks like actually like dealing with that feeling but at the end it's worth it yeah it's it's so it's so worth it at the end yeah yeah it's like it's you know i don't i don't try to sugarcoat or to hide it but yeah sometimes being willing to feel feels freaking horrible but yeah yeah (laughs) in in the end it it, it's it's just better for us to feel that than to stuff it and lie about it again because it can show up years later as anger and frustration and you know um, instead of being willing to to have a few bad moments, we can create just bad bad months and years out of out of our refusal to feel something. That's it. Like, and that's what I did for years, and it, I pay I paid and paying the price right now for that. And 
I don't know how long it's going to take to like rebuild or restructure, but like that's my journey now is to rebuild better, bigger than it was before because I can't live that way anymore. I can't do it. It's not worth it. It's better to cry now than to cry years later over something that could have been fixed. Yeah, yeah, indeed. So, yeah, uh, kudos to you for you know, discovering this, um, where you are and realizing you want to be different and taking the steps to do it. Cause it's, it's hard work. It is hard work. Very hard work. It's nonstop. And like, it's so tiring <laughs> sometimes just like to deal with all what you're feeling and trying to pick out what that feeling is and naming it and dealing with that. And then, you know, by the same point, something else comes up and just, you know, being bombarded with this like tidal wave of like emotions and it, it's completely, I was like, I've never been more tired in my entire life than I have been now, but I know I can feel like the progress and like, it's kind of like, you know, like, it's like, you know, like actually physically working out, you're tired from working out and it hurts, but you reap those benefits at the end. Right. Cool. So, are are you currently you're a separated couple hoping to reconcile and work on your marriage or are you separated and you pretty you know you're pretty confident divorce is what's what's next um like i have i haven't given up um she's in her own space what what she needs to deal with and we're we're taking it from there um, which makes things incredibly difficult <laughs> um, because I'm ready to go and try and make this thing work that we've built over a decade, like almost a third of our lives together. But she's not there. She's not in that same ballpark. But like, I don't think we're in the place where like, you know, like divorce is like, next door like knocking okay cool it's like because this is this is like this is like a process and everybody has to be on the same page and i'm not on the divorce page i don't think she's on the divorce page but we're not on the same page as getting jumping back in together because she's she's afraid that this might not be genuine and it might revert back to the old way and I don't, I don't blame her for that because we've been through, you know, marriage ups and downs where it's like, okay, I can change, I can change. And then I go through the motions, but I really didn't feel the motions. And this time it's not change, this is growth. So it's, it's different. Like people don't change, but people can grow. Like you're always going to be the same person baseline, but the way that you handle, um, handle certain things in life can be different based on how you've grown and being emotionally unavailable like that, you know, is basically being stuck as a child, yeah. <laughs> being Very stuck true. in like your, your kind of your, your fight, flight or shut down kind of mode as, as a child does. And then being able to like rise out of that and grow into a man that can feel and can express and loves and wants to love and, Everything that comes with it is is real growth. Again, I just want to honor your growth 
and and your insight and and seeing uh, you know seeing you growing owning it uh, embracing it uh not shying away from it um yeah you're you're very impressive matt just thank you like 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 i'll be the first to tell him but like i fucked up (laughs) like like royally fucked up like it was shit i was shit and that is not okay. And I'm not, I'm not okay with it, but I have now I have to live with that, that this is what like, the pain and hurt that I've caused someone that like, I love more than anybody in the entire universe. And that has stuck by me through this and has put more effort into me than I probably deserved at the point. And I'm not, I'm not okay with that have being what happened. And I'm better than that. She deserves better than that. And so do our kids. So I'm, I'm going to be better than that. You mentioned the kids a few times. So, so uh, well, I, I shouldn't say, obviously. Uh, is, <laughs> is this all out in the open? Do they know what's going on? Uh, well, yeah. Like, um, so our oldest, he's 13. So he's 13. He has a pretty good idea. Um, then we have a seven-year-old. She's, you know, like, I don't know if like, she fully grasps what's going on. Um, but she knows, like, we don't live in the same house all the time. Yeah. And mommy has, lives here. Daddy lives there. Um, then then, then um, our youngest son, he just turned five. So he's, like, kind of, like, clueless to the whole kind of deal. Like, he just thinks that, like, okay, daddy lives here, that's cool, like, whatever. And then uh, there's a two-year-old, so, like, she's just excited to see me if it's been two days or, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> so it's so it's kind of, like, it's a mixed bag of, of everything going on, which has made it, like, you know, like, very difficult. And, like, it was hard just being away from them, like, initially the first time that I wasn't there in, like, the morning on a weekend, and stuff like that like that like that killed me Mm. that like like literally destroyed me and like i don't think i like cried harder in my entire life than like when that sunk in did your parents divorce are your parents still together had you had an experience as a child through through this aspect at all um my my parents divorced like when we were older like i think i was probably like 18 or 19 but like the marriage was shit like through and through like my dad was like never at home when he was at home, he was doing, like, you know, household stuff, like lawn, like uh, landscaping the backyard, this, that, whatever. But, like, we never had that, you know, like, that father-son bond that, like, I think, like, every father and son want to have. Like, we never had that. And so it was always my mom and us, or we were at my grandparents a lot, like, as younger kids, like, every summer. So... Is that's kind of just how it was. Like I knew, like when my parents told me they were getting divorced, I I, I said to them, like it's about time. As like an eighteen or nineteen year old like <laughs> kid, you know what I mean? Like yeah, like everybody, the the writing was on the wall. It was just a matter of when because nobody ever nobody ever grew or changed or whatever. Like it was always like the same. It was like it's a constant like you know, dad's late from late late at work again he's gone to work early he's just not here and is is, has your eldest son shared anything like that like is is this 
is have they have your kids shared with you like oh yeah we this isn't a surprise to us at all or um no because like like i said like it's it came to surprise it came as a surprise to me yeah. when she told me like look took like the wind out of my sails completely and um it was like kind of like a, like a slow progression from there to like me not being at the house and our oldest son he's he's very like he's, he's a sensitive dude like he he's sensitive but he won't get it out you can see and feel in him that like you know something's bothering him but he does have a tough time getting it out and that's like my next challenge is to crack that to crack that rock and be able like to let him feel safe and be able want to like share how he really feels inside instead of like you ask what's wrong he'll say nothing's wrong but you can see like the tears like welling up in his eyes and stuff like that which like i said that's that's gonna be like the next <laughs> challenge for me is like I'll get him to like feel that kind of safety that he can reach out to me and talk to me without fear of being judged or name called or anything like that, which I don't wouldn't do in the first place, but like he's 13 and that's where they kind of live in that, yeah. that realm, right. Of name calling and so on and so forth. Hmm. What do you think makes a great dad? <sighs> Like, I thought it, I thought it was a pretty good dad, and like probably most other dads out there always feel like they're not good enough. And when it comes to this, to be present, to be there, to make your kids feel safe, to make make them feel loved, um, just to like be there for them, build memories with them, encourage them make them know that they're appreciating that they are actual people. They're not just kids. They do have a voice. And sometimes it's hard because kids don't like to listen. And, <laughs> you know, you kind of, you do get, you do get upset. You get upset with, with your children and that's a fact of life. But when it comes down to, you know, at the end of the day, you tell them you love them, you give them a hug, you give them a kiss and, you know, you tell them that you're proud of them when they've done something that they're proud of that makes you feel good inside that, like, this is what I've helped produce. So in prior to the separation, had had you done much kind of inner work, looking at yourself, figuring things out, or was it really just this crash course happening now? It was this 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 <laughs> this crash course, like <laughs> men feeling one oh one, like where do I where do I where do I start? Because like I said, like I just, you know, kind of went through life and um I was good at going through life that way. Like I was really good at, you know, being the stone cold, get it done, no questions. Um don't ask for help kind of guy. And that's still one of my biggest problems is like asking for help. And like, I struggle with that all the time, like still to this day and like just ask for, for, for like the most like meaningless things to ask for help, <laughs> like help would really make something a lot easier. Like my back hurts. Can, can you rub my back? Like I've never asked that until like 
a week ago. <laughs> so you, because like, <laughs> it was just like one of those things. I'm too proud of. Oh, I'm a man. Like I'm okay. I'll, I'll just deal with it. So is that modeling your dad or grandfather or, or, you know, movies and culture? Where, where do you think that particular aspect of just, you'll do everything yourself comes from? <sighs> that's, that's, that's tough. Like, I don't know. Like I've always been like someone that like to work independently um, because I feel I can do, I can do it better, faster <laughs> or whatever. I can do it my way and my way is the right way. Yeah. And all it, it's really not, but that's probably it. And like, so if I've been hurt or whatever, then like I, maybe I didn't feel like I can rely on people yeah. for that kind of help because there was nobody around to give me help then. So I don't rely on people now for help. I'll just figure it out myself. And if I struggle, I struggle, but I'll get it done. And I'll, that'll be, it'll be done. I, I accomplished that with no help. And it, it, it is hard. It, it's hard. Like I know like sometimes like I'm drowning at work with a project and like, I really need help with this. <laughs> but like, I'm not going to ask anybody. I'm just going to tread water long enough that I can see this through and get it done. And that's like, I don't know exactly like where it kind of came from. Like maybe it was like, you know, like kind of like just product of my environment for like years as a child, just like growing up or I don't, yeah, like I, I really don't know like where that came from. Like, if I had an answer, it'd be it'd be really awesome. If I did, but I really don't. <laughs> and so, in this crash course of uh, men feeling one hundred and one, have have you come across uh, a habit, a practice, a, a a book that that you would like to share? So is there one thing that stands out amongst everything that that helped you uh, quite a bit? Um. Like I forget the I forget the name of the book. Um, I think it's you know something along the lines. Um, the emotionally unavailable man. Something. That's the first book. It was on Amazon. I looked it up. Like <laughs> emotionally unavailable man book, and then boom, this thing popped up. Had good reviews. It was bought it. That's the book I read like front to back. Um, it was based uh, like a doctor wrote it, and it was based on all his cl- some of his clients. And like I said, like it really it really spoke to me. Mm-hmm on that level it's like okay it's not just me that is in this kind of space where it's going through the going through the motions but not really feeling it and that really that really kickstarted it and after that kickstart the snow that little snowballs just started to grow and grow and grow and practice like practice feeling like it's, it's like silly as it might sound like you have to you have to practice like learning how to walk all over again because everything that you might have done before you can't do that same way because you're gonna you're gonna do without feeling you're gonna do it you're gonna get it done but you're not gonna like really feel it and it like opened my eyes like so many things that like I really missed out on like truly truly enjoying or experiencing because I wasn't really fully there. Like I was there physically, I was there mentally, but like half of the emotional side was like blocked off because I was too concerned in hiding how I actually felt and projecting a different image to everybody else. 
and I'll never get the, I'll never get that stuff back. And that's one of the things that like, you know, like now I have to, I have to deal with that now is that I missed out on like these moments that should be super cherishable and huge experiences in your life that I cheated myself on. Yeah, that's powerful. You know, one, one thing that was tough for me to learn, I do meet a lot of guys that, that, that you kind of have to like live through this to get it. But yeah, when we're not, when we're not willing to feel, you know, sadness or, or depression or, or guilt or shame, it, it also keeps us from feeling joy and happiness and, and relief and peace. Like we, it's not just that, uh, like anger isn't at one end. It's anger is kind of like in the middle of the emotional spectrum. And we, you know, men just, oh, here's, here's my little piece that I'm allowed to feel. And you, you miss, you miss great extremes at both ends. Oh yeah, definitely. Like anger is like kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, in like a, a U shape, anger's at the bottom. Mm. And that's where that, that's where that ball is going to drop all the time. And if you can't expand that, you're never going to get up to like, you know, the, the super happy side, or you're never going to feel that super low side that you need to experience to fully experience life as it's meant to, is intended to be felt. So you kind of like live in this like gray area <laughs> in the middle where it's like, okay, you know, happy. Okay. I'm a little bit sad. My, my, my sports team lost <laughs> or you, your, your peak of excitement is if your sports team wins the championship and that's the peak of your excitement. And that's not what it, that's not as men, that's not what, it, you know, your emotions should be, should be reserved for is when your sports team wins or loses, which you can see when you <laughs> go to a sporting event, that's where a lot of it ends up being, you know, like you'll see guys cry after their team loses. You know, you see them ecstatic after their team wins. And there's a good possibility. Like when these guys go home, they're stuck somewhere in the, in the middle again yeah. and just live in there. Yeah. It, it's like, um, it's for, for too many men, it's easier to feel emotions tied to something external. Right. It's because of that thing over there that I feel good or bad, but it, it's tougher to own it or, you yeah. know, allow those emotions due to your own choices, your own life and actions, as opposed to a, some teams. Right. Right. That's, that's exactly it. Like this doesn't really affect me so I can be happy or sad about it but stuff that's like close to my heart, like I have to keep guarded and nobody can know about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, I, since you're here talking to me, I, I, you, I, it, it's safe to say that you've gotten over to some respect that no one else can know about what's in your heart. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you know what, like through, like through this, I've come across some people that like, I feel safe with sharing my feelings with. And there's some people that I thought I was safe sharing my feelings with that I'm, that I'm not. And like, um, someone reached out the other day to me and was like, man, are you okay? Like you haven't been online lately, this, that, whatever. And I was like, no, dude, you know what? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not okay. And I, I told him, I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, a man that feels he was already enlightened that way with he was open and in that realm of an already feeling man and okay to show it and it felt it felt good that like you know like there's somebody else that like understands and they're out there they're out there and like you don't know it you might not know it but they're out there and they do care 
and it's they're out there, and we're out there to help and listen and you know give advice so we can, if we can give advice or like you just just listen like that's sometimes that's all anybody needs is just someone to like listen and not give anything back just have that space like just listen to me let me cry <laughs> let me say what i need to say and i don't need i don't need your input or i don't need you to tell me what i need to do or whatever just just be there yeah yeah um so true and i'm <laughs> i'm torn. like oh i should add to that no i'm gonna let that be there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i will so uh you know in this process of of your your growth and and discovery and kind of uh expansion of your inner world what's one thing you wish more men knew or realized like i guess like that there's more there's more to life than what they think they've already they think they already experience especially the guys that are super like closed off then don't want to externalize their feelings or share how they feel like you're really 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 missing out like on a lot of things like just being happy for somebody else when they give when they share good news with you and say like ah you know that's okay no like no that's awesome like that's all you just bought a house that's awesome like you know to be genuinely happy for them or to be able to, to empathize with somebody that just shared horrible news with you and you know being like the found like a foundation like a rock to them um and just just being like feeling like a, like a whole whole person instead of like this half shell going through just going through life it's time to like live life <laughs> And not just let life carry you carry carry you down like the stream. Like sometimes you know it's tough. You gotta like swim upstream sometimes here and go against resistance that you're gonna come across like resistance in in this, whether it be from you know like friends, family, people that <laughs> you love or that you thought loved you. It's it's a, definitely a challenge, but at the end of the day, it's worth it for yourself because you'll feel a whole lot better. Like I, like I said earlier, it's kind of like working out. You go through like the pain, all the hard work, and at the end of the day, you look in the mirror after, you know, lifting weights and you see all those muscles. At the end of this workout, you can look in the mirror and see a whole person and 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 feel good about what you've done, who you are, and what you share with the world. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it and it, it takes a risk. Right? You yep. you uh you know, we have to be it's kind of again in my experience it seems like you have to be in so much pain or discomfort or not like what you're doing enough to take a risk to to share something, to ask for help, to tell someone how you're feeling. Um, to, to kind of break that cycle, to, to bust out and to have the possibility of something new. And, you know, if someone doesn't respond, if you've said you share with some people and they kind of backed away, they, they weren't ready to kind of embrace or be present or, or even just listen to you. 
And, you know, that's not about you. That's, that's, again, you've come across someone, they are so resistant to feeling, they don't want to be even near someone who is feeling. Right, yeah. Yeah, so they got so used to, they have such a thick wall around their heart that if you dare break yours down a little bit, like, oh, it makes them more aware of their wall and uncomfortable and they, they kind of retreat further and that, that can happen. Oh, definitely. And they'll just, they'll just stack their bricks up higher. And then at that point, like you kind of like get a feeling of you like, you know, like who really cares. And like you said, it's like, not, it's not your problem. It's not like your issue that, Oh, like they're backing away. Like that's something they need to deal with themselves. And, you know, hopefully, you know, they're seeing you take that risk and being like that, they can be like, you know what? Like, I can step into the water too. Yeah. yeah. It's not, it's not all sharks in the water. Yeah. Cause again, I would, it's just to, to, to reframe it, it instead of seeing it, Oh, that person doesn't care about me. It's more like, wow, their, their walls even thicker than mine. Holy shit. Well, I'm, I'm still going to go forward anyway. And, and yeah. maybe they'll, they'll watch and they'll decide to take that risk or reciprocate or share with someone how they're feeling later. But, right. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely. Awesome. So, uh, hmm. so what's keeping you up at night these days? Just like, there's a, there's a lot, there's a lot of things like the uncertainty of my marriage for one. Um, just like not seeing like the kids every day and like just being like alone on the times that I am alone. Like I used to, you know, everybody likes time and space to themselves. But when you're kind of like forced into like solitude, it, it's it's sad. And like I end up, you know, like crying a lot, especially like if I'm like coming out to be by myself for like the evening away from everybody. So you'll drive past me in my car. You'll just see like tears like streaming down my face while I'm just driving up there. And because like that stuff like just like destroys my soul and it's, it's, it's lonely. Um, it's kind of like disheartening. Um, but like, this is part of the process. And you know, some people like tell me like, like, why are you being like punished? Like this, I'm like, it's not like, I'm not, I don't feel it's being punished. This is part of the process. And I need to go through these steps to be able to, to enable further growth, to really like, you know, like find out who I am, what I'm made of and how to, to deal with these feelings. Like if I need to like cry and stay in bed for two days straight, which I have done, then, then so be it. Like, it's okay to be a mess. Like, everybody looks, you know, like, what it was, like, 2007 Britney Spears. Like, it was a complete disaster. But if, when, a, when a guy does that, everybody looks at it weird, like, oh, what's wrong with that guy? No, it's okay, man. Just yeah. let it go. If you, if you need to be a complete mess, crying, bawling, not getting out of bed for a couple days or whatever it takes to deal with how you're feeling inside, then, then do it because it's better than just bottling it up and like, until like it just pops off and explodes and all hell breaks loose. 
have have you always been willing to give yourself that space to to be alone and to cry or is that new no like when i'd go away on like a like a work trip or whatever my wife would call and be like oh i miss you and like she'd be like oh do you miss us and i tell her no i'm like oh i just left this morning right like no why would i miss why would i miss you guys i just saw you like four hours ago but no i miss them i miss them like deeply but i didn't want to deal with that feeling hmm. so i was like no i don't i don't miss you guys like ah you guys are being silly but like really deep down it's like no like i wish you guys were here <laughs> i wish you were here with me like um like no like i legitimately miss you being around me your presence and all that stuff but i wasn't willing to like feel that so i just like no shut her down like no don't don't miss you and that would that would hurt <laughs> so if i told someone i missed them and they're like no i don't miss you get out of here like oh like that would that's 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 crushing and it's, it's, it like disgusts me to like think about that and how i handle those kind of situations so yeah it's like one well, you know like one of like the crosses I need to bear that this is what, this is what transpired and this is what happened. And I'm not okay with that going forward and it's not acceptable going forward. And I have no plans on that kind of behavior going forward. To, to me, it's a big difference. Um, like saying it's my cross to bear and I'm not willing to do that going forward or kind of two different things, right? right. Deciding I'm not gonna do that going forward, but the cross the bear, like I've just, I would just offer just, uh, please forgive yourself, right? It, you don't have to bear yeah. it, right? Yeah, cool. Yeah, but you know, like it's something that like, it's always gonna be with me. Like, yeah, like, like I said, like, yeah, I w- that was shitty and I fucked up, but that was then. And like, you know, like water goes under the bridge I want to leave that behind. And I know that she's not willing or able to right now because that's that's where she is in her in her in her in her in her journey. That's one of the things that needs she needs to deal with after she might see consistent growth from myself and that might that could help you know, transition that water from being stuck at the dam to like getting let go. And, but like, it is, it will always be with me. Like, it's not just going to go away. Like, and that's, it's good for to be with you. Like I forgive myself for that, but it is with me. And it's a good reminder of like what not to do (laughs) and how not to act. Um, so you know, it's not, not not across the bear in a bad way. It's kind of like I guess like like stripes. I've earned I've earned those stripes. They weren't they're not like you know like glorious stripes. They're shitty stripes. They're shit brown. But I, I earned those, and they're a constant reminder of what not to do. <laughs> cool. You know, a, a a lot of guys when a spouse, a partner, any relationship kind of ends and it's it's not their choice they can just close down further just uh become like really full of hate and blame and 
Did, did you ever have moments of that? Was that ever uh, something that rose up in you? Um, like, I guess, you know, like, there's like, like, like sprinklings of that, like, oh, you're giving up on me, this, that, whatever, like, those kind of like frustration feelings. But like, that's, that's not like really what they were. Like, I was feeling, I felt like ashamed, like I was like, like sad, but like, I wasn't, I wasn't like really fully there yet to like grasp the concept of like what I was feeling and how to like deal with it. And you know what, I guess it still happens. It still happens where like, I might be feeling some kind of way and then I might say something out of that frustration, that, that feeling that I'm having. And it might come out as a frustration, like a, like a smart ass comment or, something that might be hurtful but the difference is now unfortunately it's after it comes out of my mouth <laughs> i can <laughs> try to go back and retrieve that and be like no that's not what i meant i was feeling this way and i said that that was out of frustration and i apologize for that that's not what I said is not how I felt. Like, you know, it's not, it's like, this isn't like a perfect science. <laughs> it's, 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 it's learning and living. And sometimes you get overwhelmed and you make mistakes. And, but as long as you can like learn from them and at least try and take them back, like as soon as they happen, like, no, that's, no, this is not what was meant to happen here. And I apologize for that. This is how I felt. And I said this because I felt this kind of way and I didn't grab pinpoint it quick enough. My mouth shot out what first came in there. <laughs> and yeah, like I said, like it's it's not it's not easy. It's not easy. And but once once you're kind of out, it's like but like you know you get in that fresh air. Like you've been locked up in the house all winter long, and first day of spring, you open up, you like smell like the fresh spring air, and you're like, okay, this is this is life, and this is where I want to be. I want to be outside. I want to be where things are green, and not just gloomy. <laughs> yeah, good choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything you're looking forward to? I'm just, I'm just looking forward to like every day growing more and um, experiencing like things that like I took for granted before, like the, the small things in life that like I just let pass by, like was it like nothing or even just, just seeing the way other couples interact and like for the longest time, I'm like, I didn't understand like how, like what was going on, like well, why are they having so much fun? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, what's going on? Like, I'm like, these people are weird. Like, how do they do this? But like, when I look back, I'm like, okay, it was me that was like, you know, like causing this blockade. Or like, I was like, you know, like the fun police almost, where I didn't let fun happen. So I was, I was just looking forward to like, you know, like just really experiencing like life as a full person. Is there anything else you want to share? Just let go. Sometimes you just need to let go. 
And I'm not like, you know, like let go of people. I'm not like saying like that. I'm just like let go of yourself and just live in that moment. It might make you feel uncomfortable, but as long as it's not something you're gonna hurt yourself doing something stupid, just let go. Like if you're at the park and a kid comes up and he wants, tells you to dance, just dance. You'll feel better for it. Like I, I swear, I swear you will. People might look at you funny, you might laugh, but you're gonna, you're gonna feel good about it. Um, and that's something like, you know, something I need to work on, just letting go. Like sometimes, like, you know, like, I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm, this is gonna make me look so stupid. Like, I don't wanna do this. And like, I'm like, no, it's okay. And then like, and there's times when like, you know what? Like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> let's just do this. And the times where I just let go are the times that I have the best feeling. <laughs> That's like the most important. Like just sometimes you just, just let go. If you need to cry, cry. If you need to laugh, laugh. And if you if you need your space, you need your space. And it's just it's like a baby deer, like a little fawn learning how to walk. It's gonna be wobbly at first, <laughs> like really wobbly. Like you might not think you're gonna be able to do it, but you'll you'll do it. You'll get there. Cool, man. Um... I really want to thank you for, for stepping forward, for being willing to be so authentic and, and real. Um, I do think you sharing is going to help other men realize that they're not alone, that they can share, that they can take these risks. They can discover more about themselves and they can kind of uh, let their hearts be seen and felt. And the world doesn't actually come to an end. It gets brighter. <laughs> it does. Cool. But, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm really impressed by your outlook and your attitude and, you know, I don't know what it was like years ago, but um, your growth feels really apparent and that it's serving you. Uh, whatever happens with your marriage, I feel like it, this is serving your wife, it's serving your kids, and you are definitely finding the gifts in the shit that you've been going through. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Like, I appreciate it. Like, it makes me, it makes me feel good when, like, people can see that there is growth, and that makes me want to grow more, and, like, it really, it really, really, really does feel good when someone's like, you know what, man, like, yeah, like, there's something different. I don't know what it is, but there's something going on, and, like, I like it, <laughs> and, like, um, one of my friends reached out there to me last week. We haven't really talked since everything happened. And we we're going talking, like, you know, it's like his wife told him, like, oh, call Matt, call Matt. Like, you know, like, this is what's going on. He's like, he even says, like, oh, you know, like, Matt, he's not, he's not going to talk. You know, like, you know how Matt is. And he, and he called. And we had, a, we had a good chat for a bit. And, like, you know, I opened up to him, like, Cause he's always been also like an emotional feeling kind of guy. And we had, we had a good chat and like, I opened up to him, like, you know, I'm like, this is, this is what's going on. Like, this is how I feel. And these are the things that I've learned from this experience. <laughs> and it's, 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 it feels good to, um, to not like feel like you have to like live, just inside yourself 
and there are people out there that will listen, that want to listen, that can hear, that can see you for, you know, like more than face value, what you might have portrayed in four years. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm looking forward to like this journey and wherever it ends up taking me, like I can't falter and fall back. Um, I'm not going to like lie. There's times where like you hit the lowest of low points in your day or your evening, whatever. And like, you feel like absolute complete bag of shit that you don't know if you can like do this feeling anymore or whatever. But if you persevere through it and like, get get on with those feelings and dealing with them whatever you have to do like journal write just, you know just you know just get them out of your head even like if there's no one to talk to get just like how you're feeling just get them out just getting them out alone like lifts like um like a ton off your shoulder and off your head and you'll be able to sleep better and the good days are better than the hard days <laughs> But you need the hard days to to go along to make those good days even better. Yeah, we need that contrast. That's right? it. It's hard to tell if if you're feeling good. If you've never felt bad, it's hard to <laughs> hard to be aware of that. But uh, yeah, like if you've never lost, you don't know. You really you really don't know what winning is. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, uh, uh, thanks again, Matt, for for being here, for being a real man that feels. And for Thank everyone, you. for everybody listening, wherever you're discovering Real Men Feel, please give a, a like, a share, a comment. Um, introduce someone else to this to this show, to the past episodes. Um, encourage the men in your life to open up, to feel, and to share. And because there's there's a lot more to life once you do that. That's really what it comes down to. True story. True story. So until next time, be good to yourself. Thank you for listening to Real Men Feel. Reach out to us at realmenfeel at gmail.com. Learn more about Andy Grant at theandygrant.com. Until next time, visit realmenfeel.org or the Real Men Feel Facebook group and share what you thought of this episode. Please give this podcast a review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you are discovering Real Men Feel.